This is Bob Palmer, and you're listening to Zone Talk by Sporting Sound, where the magic of the zone is a game changer. In every episode, we dive into the lives of high performers and learn their amazing strategies so that you can take leadership of your game, your team, and your life. Zach Weisbach is a senior executive and talent scout with Hudson Athletic Recruiting. You'd be hard-pressed to find an individual who loves sport and the game of hockey more than he does. He played goal at the junior level for a couple of seasons before beginning his business degree. Now he oversees Western Canada for Hudson Athletic Recruiting and works alongside amazing student athletes, as well as managing and mentoring other scouts. He indicates his goal is to provide information and support for athletes, which would have been highly valuable for him when he was a young athlete looking at his future. And what better place to start than here and now to help young athletes? Welcome, Zach. Thanks for having me on, Bob. You were a competitive goaltender. What got you into sports in the first place and fueled your love, the love you have for the sport where you're still helping others? Yeah, it, it definitely started with the family environment. And I think that's the, the case for, for a lot of the athletes that I work with. Uh, my dad was a, you know, a multi-sport athlete. He was a club pro with golf, had a trial with the Edmonton Eskimos, uh, full ride scholarship for basketball. Uh, both my brothers have been playing multiple sports their whole lives. So it, it was just, it was part of the, the process. I mean, everybody in the family was, uh, was into sports other than my mom. I mean, she has very little athletic ability to be honest with you. So, um, it was one of those things that we were just surrounded by it. Uh, we always loved it right from, you know, when we were three, four years old and, uh, that kind of fueled the passion initially. And then after that, it just, it, it took off, you know, as you, you start to excel, you start to experience some success. It, it takes over and training gets more and more intense. So um, now the passion, you know, it's carried on because after my career, always wanted to stay involved with the game. Uh, I've always loved the, the sport of hockey, baseball, golf, and wanted an opportunity to be able to stay connected with the athletes that are coming up, you know, experiencing the same things I was. So naturally it was a fit to stay involved in, in this manner. And and work with a lot of other like-minded individuals with it, for sure. Did you have a, a key go-to resource or exercise uh, when you were going through hockey? Because, I mean, a lot of the stuff that we take for granted now in terms of the mental game, whatever, wasn't around at that time. Yeah, absolutely. There was, uh, there was probably two for myself, being a goaltender in hockey. Um, visualization was, was a big one. Um, so before games, you know, I was the weird goalie who kind of went off on his own, you know, took his time before the game to get into the zone and, and, uh, just visualize different scenarios from the game, different circumstances, how I was going to react, uh, how to keep my emotions under check and, and just different things like that. So that helped me prep for, for every game that I played in. And then the other thing was goal setting. Um, I'm a big believer in having the, the big picture, the overall vision and something to work towards. And then setting the little measurable and attainable goals um, to get there. So even when I was in net for a game, you know, you don't, you don't think about little goals in, in a scenario like that too, too much, but it was, okay, let's take this one save at a time, one period at a time, uh, one game at a time. So it wasn't, you know, so focused on, okay, I'm going to make the NHL someday. It was, let's, let's make one save at a time along the way, play as, as strong as we can and stay emotionally and mentally in check, and it should take care of itself. They, 
they, they, they say goaltenders sort of march to their own drummers anyways, right? They, <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that would have made your junior career and, and uh, amateur hockey career any easier? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you look back and, and especially, you know, once you're out of, out of your playing career and, and now you're seeing other guys that are, that are going through it, you know, you see little things along the way that are kind of like, Oh, wow. I wish, I wish that had been around or, or present at the time. And uh, I think that's what fuels what I do now, to be honest, is, is being a resource and, and a support system and, a, and an information source for all of the young guys, as well as the families, because, uh, you know, my dad, he was he was very involved with the sport. You know, he was the guy that was at every practice, every game. He would do the road trips to come see me play, which sometimes wasn't always a great thing. Um, you know, but my mom was the, the anxiety case. So she's like, you know what? Dad's going to handle this. You know, I don't want to see you get scored on. Um, so it was one of those things where he was doing the best he could with all the decisions along the way, which in sport, there's a million obstacles and a million tough decisions and having somebody in addition who, you know, was in my corner, had been through it themselves and um, could have added to the support my dad was providing. I think that just would have made it easier and kind of taken the stress off of, you know, myself having to make kind of business decisions, I guess, uh, coming up through the ranks. So that was one thing that, you know, I didn't have. And now I've got the opportunity to provide for, for athletes and families. And, you know, I think that's why there's such a strong connection there. So now that we're on that topic, uh, let's talk about what you do. What what is athletic recruiting? So essentially, it's it's kind of a two prong approach. Um, first and foremost, every representative within our company, every guy that I look after, or, or anybody that comes on board with us, uh, we want to be exactly what I just described—a resource for the families we work with. You know, an information source, a support system, and just there for every decision and obstacle along the way because um, as I just described it can be overwhelming you know there can be a lot of different things that come up where having somebody who's experienced it themselves which every one of us have um, it's a huge huge help and it, it takes the pressure off the athlete to just perform you know on on the ice in my case or or on the field whatever it might be depending on the sport uh, as well as in the classroom and for the parents they get to sit back and know okay you know, the process is going to going to work itself out here. Uh, we don't need to stress about the little things along the way. And we just get to enjoy watching our, our son or daughter play play the game. Um, the second side of things is the network, networking side. I mean, um, the world is a place of connections and networking and creating opportunities and seizing the opportunities that are available. Um, so for us, we have a very, very uh, built-in and ingrained network with the NCAA, the youth sports programs, the different junior clubs with, with the various sports. So it's trying to create additional opportunities so that every kid not only has the support along the way, but they hopefully have more doors to, to go through. And it's easier to, to get through those doors as well. That's that's kind of the whole idea. Is there a time frame for that, an ideal time, a grade that that parents and their kids should be looking at scholarships and, and looking at perhaps hiring a, a professional like yourself to, to guide them through the process? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, the simple answer is as soon as possible. Uh, it's one of these things that, you know, the NCAA, for, for some of the sports, they start recruiting grade 9, grade 10 with a lot of kids. Um, youth sports programs isn't much different. You know, hockey players um, are one of the latest bloomers in terms of recruitment and they're 
you know, grade 10, grade 11, grade 12. And, you know, so the advice that I would, I would give to anybody is get started on it as soon as possible, because there's things you can be doing from a very young age that help to create that competitive advantage. Just like a company looks to create an edge and find something that differentiates their product or service, an athlete is, is going to look for that opportunity to separate themselves from the pack as well. So if you get started on it sooner, you got more opportunity to get ahead with those steps you have more opportunity for exposure. And to be honest, you're just better prepared for the process so that you've got less stress as some of those big, big decisions come up. Is having a recruiter a, a mandato- mandatory thing for, for some schools? No, it, I wouldn't say it's mandatory, but it's definitely kind of the accepted practice and, and the preferred practice at this point, um, especially with you know, the timing and everything that's going on now, information is, has never been in higher demand. Um, you know, a lot of the programs, a lot of teams don't have the ability to see the athletes nearly as much as they normally would. Um, communication is, is obviously a little bit off right now because of everything going on. So um, for schools, they're looking to, to be able to find information, find data on, on the different student athletes out there. And they utilize companies like ours, you know, whether it's through a phone call, through it's through an email, they want to find out as much as they can. And they expect that individuals like myself and, and like the other representatives with our company and many of the other ones that are out there, uh, they anticipate that they're going to be involved and they're going to be a great source for that information. So um, it's, it's not uh, mandatory, but it, it's definitely an uh, advantageous thing for families to look at. What kind of information do you give the schools? Everything that they would they would be looking for. I mean, uh, when it comes to scholarships, you can imagine these programs, they only have so many scholarships to give out. There's only so much money in terms of the funding that they, uh, they're able to allocate. So those decisions are not taken lightly. You know, they look at everything from the character of the athlete, their grades, their academics is huge, SAT scores, What's the family like referrals from teachers, referrals from the coach? Um, they look for absolutely everything in your background. It's almost like doing a literally a background check and a polygraph all at once. Um, but it's just one of these things where they want to make the right decision with the athletes for, for a lot of reasons. And they want to gather as much info as possible. So the relationships we have with athletes allow us to be able to present that to them in an effective manner. And it makes the decision that much easier. Whereas... Otherwise, they have to go through a lot of different sources, and that can be very difficult and cause a bit of a, a chink in the chain, so to speak. Now, there's a notion that being a great athlete is sufficient enough to get a scholarship. Uh, what is your experience with getting athletes placed and marks and, and, and that kind of thing? The easy way to look at it is the academics is absolutely critical. Um, a lot of guys do have that perception where you know I'm, I'm a good enough player in whatever my sport is and it's just going to take care of itself and through my personal experience and through um, now you know with my career you see a lot of guys that fall through the cracks a lot of guys that unfortunately get missed or don't realize at the time how important their GPA their SAT score and their work ethic with their academics are really going to be you got to keep in mind, there are so many talented athletes out there, you know, not just in Canada, but in the United States as well. If we're talking about the NCAA, you got to believe that they've got a, a bit of a preference for the, the homegrown talent. So when you're comparing 
you know, 50 athletes that are all comparative and, and all have a very similar skill set. I mean, the one thing that separates them is that academic performance. And it's really twofold because there are academic scholarships as well, which means that you can get additional funding and you do get additional opportunities uh, on the financial side if you're a strong student. But it's also a work ethic and, and a consistency thing. You know, if they see that you're an amazing athlete and an amazing student, they know that you're going to be able to handle the post-secondary process. You know, you're going to go in there and you're going to excel no different than you have been. But if you're struggling in school or you just aren't putting in the work, I mean, that says something about what you're going to do when you get to post-secondary. And that's a risk that a lot of schools would rather mitigate. So if I'm, a, if I'm that athlete seeking a scholarship and my grades could be higher, do you offer any services to get me up to scratch? Yeah, absolutely. So this kind of circles back to uh, the goal setting side of things. Uh, we speak with our athletes consistently and set little benchmarks along the way when it comes to the marks. I mean, whether it's the, the GPA, specific courses, the SAT score, um, they have the big vision. They know what they want to go after, whether, uh, you know, that's playing junior in their sports, acquiring a scholarship, going pro. They have the big vision. But the thing is, is you need to have the little measurable benchmarks along the way. So we help to set that with them so they can push themselves, they can work on their habits and they can get themselves to where they need to be. Above and beyond that, we figure out, okay, based on the athlete, based on our relationship with them, what else can we do to support them and get them to that level? Sometimes it's figuring out a tutor, you know, it's finding a tutor for a certain course or a certain subject that maybe they aren't the strongest with and just having them put in that little bit of extra work to get their marks up. Sometimes it's having a sit down with them and the parents and figuring out, okay, here's where we're at. Here's where we need to be. What's the easiest way for us to get there? Uh, Other times it's just just being a pain in their butt and doing the weekly check ins and annoying them by asking about their grades, which um, yeah, you can imagine with 15, 16 year olds, it goes off really, really well. <laughs> so it sounds like you actually play the role of a, uh, a, an advisor, almost parent at some point. Um, do you offer any other kinds of things that go beyond what a parent and athlete might be attempting to do in this process to help them through this experience? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we as a, as a company, we've been really, really expanding the scope of what we do and what we offer. And um, the opportunity to provide more and more value to the athletes and the families is, is always an amazing thing because that's exactly what I would have looked for, you know, being an athlete coming up through the ranks as well. Um, I think this is actually originally how you and I connected and, and had some of the preliminary conversations that now allow me to be uh, getting grilled on your, on your podcast. But um, you know, opportunity to work with a company like Sport Excel and working on the mental strength side of the game and, and being able to get into the zone so that you're consistently performing and you're always having the ability to be exceptional with whatever your sport is. You know, that's something that, you know, our partnership has, has already started helping athletes and will continue to do so. Um, Curtis Muka is a local goaltender here in Edmonton. He's a great example of a guy that uh, experienced everything you could with the sport and now is helping our goaltenders by providing uh, an in-depth scouting analysis on their game and little areas that they can work on. Uh, we've partnered with multiple strength and conditioning coaches across the country that, you know, it's not only about the discount, which saves the few bucks, of course, but it's about providing the best possible trainers and people available during the off season. Because 
everyone knows it's it's not just during the year what you do, but it's the preparation outside of it during the off season. Um, we've we've started to partner up with different equipment manufacturers and companies that are going to allow our guys to get the best possible equipment and not spend a million dollars having to do it. Which uh, for the parents, I mean, they know how important that is, of course. So there's a lot of things outside of just working with with myself or one of our representatives that we're bringing to the table and we're continuing to find more and more uh, to hopefully bring everything we can to, to the package. You see, you've stated a lot of the benefits. Um, what are some of the financial benefits of, of getting a scholarship? Is that a done deal or is that uh, does that vary? What, what's the what's the situation there? Yeah, it, it definitely depends on the program. Like each each program from the NCAA to the U Sports programs, uh, they're going to have different funding available. You know, depending on the prestige of the school, depending on how they've performed in recent years, and and right now, obviously, given the the circumstances with COVID and everything else, that that has had a financial impact. Um, it's not just information, but it's also the financial side that's been very affected. Um, so there's only certain opportunities that are available depending on the school. So the benefit, you know, of acquiring a scholarship now is as great as ever because they're they're few and far between. The days of the full ride scholarship, those are nearly over. You know, they don't happen too, too often. So a lot of the time you're looking at uh, athletic opportunities, anywhere from half to three by four, where three of your four years are covered to 60%. You know, there's a lot of different options there. But this is why the academics are so important and something that we stress with our athletes is because you could go play for a division one program and get, you know, a three by four where you've got one year that's not covered. But if you're a strong student and you put up the good marks and you crush it with your SAT, you're going to be able to get the academic reimbursements where you're not going to have to pay for anything where you're going to school. You have the opportunity to go and get your education, play for one of the best programs in, in the United States or in Canada and, and experience all of that without having the financial uh, stress of, of going to do so. Um, so, I mean, the, the opportunities on both the academic and athletic front are absolutely amazing. And the experience that you get from it is, is surreal, to, to say the least. Yeah, those of us who have been to university or been to college have, a, you know, really appreciate that experience as an experience. It's, uh, it's, it's huge. Uh, so this COVID thing, is it, you'd think that it's, uh, is, it, is, it, is it stopping the flow of athletes? Is it, is, it, is it full stop right now? Or is in some ways it's, uh, you know, it, it's more important that they have someone like you? You know what, it's, it's created some interference for sure. Um, without sports occurring, you know, across the entire spectrum, um, you know, that's really, really inter- interfered with the ability for these programs, the coaches, the player development individuals, and the scouts specifically to be able to go out and see the athletes and gather information, that's basically been brought to a halt, um, which is unfortunate because we all love the sporting world. You know, everyone's missing it, of course, and wants to, to see it back. Um, but it, it definitely has increased the demand and the urgency for a company like us and many of the other companies that are out there that work with all of these athletes in various sports, because now for these programs to continue operating, which they all are planning on still operating here this coming season for the most part, they need to be able to get that information. They need to be able to figure out, okay, who is the right fit for what we're looking for? You know, we've got a a demand, 
but now we have an issue with with the supply and obviously there needs to be that that connection so um yeah we've we've been busier than ever to be honest because now we're Good. we're basically a data source you know to help our athletes get in front of the right uh the right programs the right teams and it's helping out these teams of course because they they still need to find the right fit the right players to to build their culture and their organization so um you know the one thing that i would urge you know any parent any athlete right now is uh having somebody in their corner and having someone that can create that connection and get them the right opportunities and exposure that's a great thing um whether or not that's our company or somebody else it's it's something that i would definitely encourage because the last thing you want is for this interruption in that information being shared uh to affect future opportunities now there's a number of pathways for some sports um you know other than than the college level um, perhaps a junior level is are there any advantages to doing that scholarship route in and and seeking life in sport beyond college yeah i mean it's you know it's one of these things where i i get asked that question a lot and, and a lot of families will bring it up that you know there's two sides to a coin or maybe even more you know there's a lot of different opportunities out there with sport and what i encourage any athlete or any family that i that I interact with or even those that I don't keep all the options open don't ever burn a bridge and really explore every door that you can are there opportunities and are there advantages to the NCAA path or the opportunity to go and get your education while you're pursuing the sport absolutely um, from my experience and from you know 50 other athletes that I grew up with who went that path it definitely has some incredible perks. And, and one of those that I look at is for athletes that are looking at going you know, professional and they want to go as far as they can with the sport, really explore every opportunity. What they need to realize is, is that if you go, let's say, the NCAA path or the U sports path, it's giving you the opportunity to really do a couple of things. One is you're actually prepping for the pro level or semi-pro or going to Europe or whatever it might be. Because those teams are looking for more mature athletes. You know, things have changed this last couple of years where there are not many guys ready to go pro at 18 or 19 years old. You know, the Connor McDavid's of the world, they're few and far between. Um, more often than not, people need that time to mature, to develop, you know, get into their early 20s and become who they're going to be, you know, moving forward before they're ready to make that jump. And what going to college or university does and playing for those programs it allows you to do that to mature to develop your skill set and to get ready for that that jump and still have that opportunity but at the same time you're prepping for life after hockey or or soccer or football or whatever the sport may be you know you have the opportunity to get your education get your preparation in place to go and and have an impact in in you know your career the business world or whatever it is and at the same time, you're playing at one of the highest levels you possibly can with the sport. You know, it's it's really the best of both worlds. And that's something that, you know, I, I see a lot more people starting to lean towards because at some point in time, your, your playing career will come to an end. Whether it's, you know, having a 20-year professional career and, and you're retiring at 42 or, you know, it's, it's playing just at college and then deciding, you know what, I'm going to go in, and run a business. It really doesn't matter, but having that preparation in place and having done both at the same time um, is absolutely amazing in terms of the opportunity that it provides. 
as well. I, I, I know doctors and other professionals, physiotherapists that, that have gone through that program. And, and it, it almost seems that there would be a wealth of other opportunities as well besides sport coming out of, out of college. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the opportunities become endless in a way. And even, you know, I mean, you look at right now in the circumstances and there's a lot of people that are out hunting for, for careers and positions. So having the piece of paper, the documentation that college provides you, it, it gives you an upper hand. You know, that's just the simple way to look at it. And every parent out there is very aware of that, which is why they're like, you're, you're going to college, you're going to university. Um, but, you know, the other thing is the experience. I mean, you when you play college or university sports, the the team environment, the culture, the the work you put in day in and day out, that's going to carry over. You know, that doesn't just help you with the sport. That helps you with life after the sport as well. You know, I, I think that for myself, when I look at the success that I've had with my career and the different opportunities that I've gone after, I would not have been able to do all of that. And I wouldn't have the experience or, or the drive that I do if it wasn't for the sport, you know, for hockey, for baseball. I played up to, to a high level of baseball till I was about 15. And then I decided to, to continue with goaltending. Why I did that, I still couldn't tell you. I have no idea. But, um, you know, the, the experiences that I had with those sports, it, it's it's created who I am now. And it's it's definitely allowing me to, to excel afterwards, for sure. So one last question. Any last thoughts or advice for athletes or, or parents with athletes on this journey? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, for the athletes, uh, I mean, I could give a million pieces of advice and talk your ear off. But I think the big one is enjoy every moment of the process. Um, you know, try to create an advantage where you can, you know, be ahead of the game, be prepared and try and gather information wherever is possible, but just enjoy every single moment because after your career wraps up and when you look back and, and you start to get older like like I am and, and you kind of reflect on your career, um, it's one of those things where you know, you're gonna love it and you wanna finish with, with no regrets, um, but you just wanna maximize you know, every opportunity you have along the way and take that step back and no matter what happens, whether you get cut from a camp, you make the team, you get an amazing opportunity, you miss an opportunity, just enjoy the ride. Um, for coaches and those involved with the game, you know, the piece of advice that I would give, that I give to all of my representatives here in Western Canada, it's you're more than just a coach or an advisor or a player development representative, whatever you want to look at, you're more than that. You're, you're going to have the opportunity to impact the rest of that student athlete's life. You know, you're going to instill values and beliefs and work ethic and a whole bunch of things that are going to last long after their sport is done. So, you know, you have that opportunity, make the most of it, you know, to go above and beyond for every athlete that you have an interaction with. Um, for parents, uh, you know, that's, that's tough. I'm just thinking back to, you know, my dad's experience and piece of advice I'd give him, maybe a little different than, than others. But uh, for parents, I, I think the piece of advice I would give is do your research, do your homework and try and, and put your, your son or daughter ahead if you can. Um, there are opportunities, you know, to create that edge. And there's just so many amazing opportunities with sport and so many incredible things that people can accomplish. But you do have to be diligent. 
you know, otherwise opportunities do pass by and you don't want to be, you know, the parent that has any doubt as to, to the steps you're taking for them. So a piece of advice would be do your research, ask questions, whether you're, you have somebody else that's supporting and helping with the journey, ask a lot of questions and, uh, and definitely reach out to people. Never a bad thing. Thank you, Zach. This has been very informative. Appreciate it, Bob. Okay. You take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. This episode of Zone Talk by Sport Excel has ended. But be sure to subscribe and be sure to rate and review us so that we can continue to bring you the best zone and high-performance content. See you on the next episode.